Okay, so here's a question for both of you. What advice would you tell your younger self? So say uh, maybe right after you met with Ernie Haas, or not met with him, but at that service and you rededicated your life, like looking into what God had for you right there after you rededicated your life. And then, Dad, maybe right when you were called to preach, what would you tell 50, almost 50 years ago? What would you tell yourself, both of you? Um, and so, and I'll give you maybe just hair time, but maybe just think think about some things maybe you would have told your younger self. I think I would say it's going to be crazy. It's going to be hard, but it's going to be the best life you've ever you could ever think of. Hey there, and welcome to Four Ks in a Pod with the Irwins. My name is Luke, and I'm the producer of this podcast. Really glad you joined us for this episode. Listening to the podcast is a wonderful way to get to know the Irwin family, but if you want to meet them in person, you might be able to see them live on tour. Now, if you want to see a full list of all of the places they're going to be performing and touring, simply head over to their website, irwinministries.com. And while you're there, make sure to check out their latest single, Still Telling My Story. Now, let's get you over to your co-hosts, Keith, Cody, Chris, and Katie. They are the 4Ks in a pot. That's why, that's why it is so important that we always try to give the Lord all honor and glory every time, everything. Because, yeah, we're, yeah maybe we have talent, but guess where those came from? Right. It came from the Lord. And you can take it away. And you can look at anything and everything that you've ever accomplished in this life, and it's all back to Christ. Amen. And all back to what, what he's done. So, right. so really just an amazing thing. So amazing story. We've heard that, again, 1.3 billion times. But it's still awesome. After that night, when do y'all get married? How long is that? Y'all might have said that. It's about a year okay. and a half. From the engagement, half. engagement. From that night to engagement. About a year and a half. A year and a half. And then how long was the engagement? Six months. So you didn't wait long after that, which is good. Once he finally decided that we were going to get married, he was, yeah. he was. So he I got to address this too. We're yeah. in Keith's uh, upper room. Yeah, and his he's, garage. And he has a wasp problem. Yeah. There's so a lot he's, flying he's smacking around. wasps. Um, and then a minute ago, Chris's phone fell, but it was a very serious moment, and we didn't want to address that. No one died. It was just a phone that fell. It was very loud, though. Yeah, you know, this is a this is a kind of a halfway live situation. Um, and then, so y'all get married on the day of September the twenty first. There it is. In the afternoon, Doctor Chris will wow. tie the knot at First Baptist Church of Dallas, Texas, downtown Dallas, in that great Beautiful. auditorium where Doctor Truett preached all those years. Yeah, and it's still used. They built a new church around that building. Yeah, and uh, had our first knot together there at the. Hyatt Regency Hotel where the big ball is. <laughs> All you know? right. Well, so. Um, and then, uh, okay, so mom started traveling with you. She hit the road. Immediately after. When I proposed to her, here's where y'all come in. When I proposed to her in the parking lot at that restaurant, I said to her. Wait, wait, listen, wait, wait. Real romantic. I, I said, look, I, I, I know we're supposed to be married. I want you to marry me, but but I don't want to leave you at home. I, most evangelists, as y'all know, 
leave their wife at home and they go. Mm-hmm. But I said, I'm not going to get married at 38 years old and leave my wife at home. So she said, that's fine. I want to travel. I'd love wow. to be with you. I'm ready to hit the road. But she said, well, what about children? I said, but I want children. I mean, that's another reason I want to get married. I want to have a family. I'd, I'd love to have some children. And, uh, and she said, well, what about schooling? And I said, well, I mean, we're going we're gonna to have to. We're going to have to homeschool You them. guys already know <laughs> that we are so homeschooled. Yeah, you can tell that, yeah. But uh, Tim Hawkins, by the way, reminds us. Here's the thing, though. Anyway. Time out. Let me tell you something. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with being homeschooled. No, you know? Hey, and especially in our situation, because we were not stuck in the house. We were not stuck at home. Right. We were travel school, basically. I graduated number five in my class. I taught you right. If you say you're homeschooled as a bad thing, that's your problem. That's well, she, your fault. You, bro. She, <laughs> she was a math major. Yeah. She was a math major at Baylor, and, and are we okay? We're all good. She was a math major at Baylor, and I had you know English and all all of those things and history background in my in my un- undergraduate degree there at Crystal College, and so I said, surely between the two of us, surely between the two of us, we can get a curriculum where we can homeschool these kids. Honestly, so, though, how much did you do? Well, I, I was the superintendent, and you were the teacher. <laughs> Super. He was superintendent disciplinary. Let's talk about it. I feel like I graduated five times. Uh, well, okay, you let's did. get to kids first, though. Let's go one at a time. We're born, and then we okay. can start with school. Okay. So Keith is obviously first. Yes, we're married. Unfortunately. In, married in September. I can't believe you had more after him. We're married in September. Yeah, I know, right? We're married was, in September, just, uh, and yeah. November, a year later. Uh, Keith is born on November the 11th. First he was born, born a month child. early. He was due in December. <laughs> November the 12th, 1992. <laughs> 12th, <excuse me>. 92. <laughs> so, yep, that's not their favorite. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> exactly hey, what we're getting born? to. And Keith was supposed to be a girl, too, so that's we right. were shocked. Go ahead. Go ahead. That was the original Katie. Go ahead. So. Hey, their the favorite doctor, thing to do on this podcast She had a little bit of so complication, and the doctor, who was a great, uh, great doctor, gynecologist, uh, said that she uh, needed to have some sonogra- multiple sonograms. And so we had three sonograms with Keith in the womb, and the doctor said, I guarantee you this much, this is a girl. And so we, we, we were going to decorate the, the, our first nursery. He's mad. T- Tiffany is a decorator. <laughs> Tiffany is a decorator, so she's wanting to know how to decorate the, the nursery. And she's wanting I to go with pink, pink, pink. No, but, but she I was smart. She did pastels just in case. And I the did. doctor said, here's what the doctor said. Dr. Diggs, I'm going to go call it out. Oh, Dr. Diggs <laughs> said, I'll bet my practice it's a girl. I said, Doc, we need to know because we want to decorate this thing. And so uh, so we get to the uh, delivery room the day of Keith's birth on the 12th of November. I'm standing by my wife's side, went through all the Lamaze classes and was very, trying to be there, helpful, helping her breathe in and out. And so Keith discovers America and Dr. Diggs lifts the baby up and says, oh, my goodness, it's a boy. And so they wiped the baby off and got him all cleaned up, laid him on the mother's, on Tiffany's chest there in the delivery room. He, he washed his hands. I washed my hands. And I said, put her there, partner. Yep. Yep. <laughs> put her there, partner. That was awesome. And, yep. and he bet his practice. I wonder if, he, wonder if he's still practicing. He does. He's actually a teacher. Are you serious? Yeah. 30 years later. Good wow. for him. Yeah. God's still going. Teaches. For sure. So, so after that, you know, I come along November 12th, Cody's April 26th of 1994, Christopher's May 5th of 1996, Katie is September 19th of 2000. And y'all loved her. Oh, my oh goodness. My goodness. Yeah. She was they like, still do, Mommy. Yes. She was so wanted. Well, real and- quick, 
real quick, just, just kind of synopsis of our, our births. Cody was born in a, in a tornado. Yep. So Twister. that's why we kind of call him Twister. Twister. She, Dad was in Washington somewhere. Isn't that California. right? California. Headed to Washington. Heading to Washington. And, and the tornado's coming. Mom's going into birth. She gets in a bathtub with, you. with me. And long and Dad's already made it back. Long story short, that night after the tornado, anybody that lives in South Dallas for any period of time knows that tornado in ninety in ninety four that hit Lancaster. Yes. Well, Cody was born in that time, uh, and then so Christopher's was really not greatly. Uh, it was kind of normal. Christopher's was kind of normal. So normal. You're so normal, Chris. So he normal. didn't have to be in the ICU. Uh, the mom, in, mom, I was early, but Mom was bedridden. I was I mean. in bed for about. Four months. When so I was, I was complicated. You. you are you complicated. Are Simple yet complicated. And I tell you what, though, you're the only baby that got to go home with me. Mm, really? Like you didn't have to stay in the hospital at all, and See? I was scared to death of you, honestly. Wow. So, I was, so I am your favorite. You so are my favorite. The others were were infants, but they were in the in the hospital, so yes, they were. They had to stay I see. And, 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 and y'all traveled right all during this time. We did never stopped. Well, except the. the Four months I yep. had to be in the bed. I had to stay home. Right. I couldn't go anywhere. So you still preached. And and just to kind of set the scene, we did. you did mostly revivals, right, Dad? 40. So 40, like 45 what I'm saying revivals is a lot, a, of Irwin, a lot of Irwin fans and friends, they see the concerts. They see, you know, we still do a handful of revivals, but it wasn't like it's four day, three days here. It was like three weeks here, right? Sometimes, right. yeah. I mean, we'd, we'd stay usually – We'd stay a week, and then we'd go to the... On Saturdays, we drove to the next place. But sometimes we stayed out 16, 17 weeks at a time. Yeah, like Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Thursday, Friday. Travel. Every through oh, Friday. Wow, yeah. and Every through Friday. Yes. And sometimes, though, that goes Sunday through Sunday. Sunday, yeah. Sometimes, or Sunday through Friday. And wow. so we were... The longest we ever did was 13 weeks on the road straight. Oh, my. Without going home. And how old do you think, just roughly, do you think we were then? Oh, y'all were little. Y'all were little. Y'all were tiny. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, two, four. Because so as, five, as four, you got older, six. it would just be Sunday through Wednesdays, the churches. That's what I remember yeah. the most. So this yeah. is this is going on. So we got three boys, and then a fall night in September, uh, we're at um, a church in Mesquite. What's, what's that? Yeah, so you had a miscarriage between yes, after Chris. That's right. Had a miscarriage after Chris. That's yep. right. Did. And then you were told you weren't going to have any more kids. Is that correct? That's, yes. That's right. No we more. were told no more. That yeah. I, it was going to be too dangerous, and I'd probably never get pregnant again. Then you get pregnant out of the providence of God. I, I actually knew. It was knew, an accident, right? I knew the day. <laughs> it was not an accident. I knew the very day that I got pregnant, and I called my doctor, and I said, I believe I'm pregnant. And he said, there's no way you're pregnant. And I said, I know I am, and I know it's a girl. And he said, Tiffany, you're crazy. Here I am. Yes, I well, knew. I knew. So we wanted to say this. So we were at that church. Deb, what's that church in Mesquite that we were at with Jim Sharp? Jim Sharp had ridden out there with oh, us. Oh, that was Hickory Tree Baptist Hickory Church. Hickory Tree Baptist Church. I guess it was the three boys, yeah. and, it was, and, it was, uh, and it was Jim Sharp, Brother Jim. On a Monday uh, night. Who was in night. heaven now. It was usually every once in a while would go to did these revivals with us and just drive, drive with us. He wanted to hear us sing, Dad, preach, or whatever. We were kids. Kid kids. Kid kids. So, so, so. We get a call as we were on our way home that night. No cell phones. Problem. We had no cell phones back then. No. So how did you get a call? I, st- I called. I called. I called. Oh, that's he right. called the I hospital because he knew we were going to the hospital. If, if, if you needed to go. I see. So that's I what. I wasn't home. He knew I was going to be so at the hospital. So you stopped at a pay phone? Pay is phone. that what we're getting at? Payphone. Unbelievable. So <laughs> mom is Two in thousands. labor pretty much. And it is Monday night. Yes. So y'all pick and it up. And the Dallas Cowboys were playing football. <laughs> Probably why I dislike them so much today. Not really. I love the Cowboys, but I was not a fan of that Monday well, night. Well, and tell day. them, tell them about what. Well, so happened. she's in labor in the delivery yes. room, the labor room. They have these fancy, very smancy, much in labor, fancy, smancy rooms, you know, with TVs on the wall, and you have your own private little suite there. 
well, they're at Medical City Dallas, and so uh, she's in getting really close. I mean, her her, uh, contractions. her her contractions are getting more frequent, and it's obvious we're going to have a baby that night. Well, we're ending the near the NFL game, the Cowboy game, just about over. And actually, they're going into overtime. 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 That overtime. And, they, and the nurse called for the doctor, the delivery doctor, to come in. And so she's over there with nurses, patting her on the hands and getting her ready to deliver. The now, doctor, let, me, let me say what happened. Because I look up, deep in labor, yeah, hurting really bad. Go ahead. I look up, and here's the doctor, here's my husband, and here's Jim Sharp and my mother looking at the TV screen. <laughs> Standing in front of it. Watching the TV screen, Standing and it's going into overtime. You're behind us wrecking the business. I am not happy. I'm like, okay, either give me some pain medicine or get this baby out of me uh. now. I was ready, Mom. I was right there with you. you I was ready. ready to come out. Yeah, you yeah. wanted to watch the game. I did. I didn't want to miss one play of them Cowboys. So I had to have a cesarean again because Cody made me have to have a cesarean the first time. So Katie was a repeat. And so uh, I had to wait on the doctors. And at that time, you had to have two doctors in. So we were, I thought they were just watching the football game, but they were waiting on another doctor. Thank you. Did the Cowboys win? Yes. I think so. Did they win? Yes, they did. Well, they oh, won. That's a great day. Because they gained <laughs> a new Tiffany fan did not. That's right. <laughs> Tiffany, Tiffany did not win. win. I did win. So, I got Katie. Got my Katie. My so that's, that's kind of a synopsis of all of the uh, how we came along. But now we fast forward to really today pretty much. I mean, because this is really all we've ever done in the 20 years since that story, 22 years since that story is all we've ever done. And uh, so, so we've got a few questions for you guys. We would love for you to answer. Okay. Um, but uh, is there anything I else? I have a question. Go ahead. Yeah. So, uh, Mom and Dad, what would be, give me your favorite Irwin song that we've ever cut. No, uh, yeah, start with song and then album. Song and then album. And, this, and y'all know, you know all of them. My favorite will probably always be I Choose to Be a Christian. <gasps> but I wow. will never, I mean, because I could just see y'all doing so many awesome things with that. Um, but I'll never forget when y'all recorded it in the studio. Katie had to hit a high note, and she was so it was scared a high C. She was so C. scared of it, and she, she cried well, the whole way I'll from here forget. to Dallas. That was our yeah. Well, that was if you remember, that was a, a Ready to Sell album, yes. and that yes. was our first, first Stowtown Stowtown. cut. Yes. And our Wayne Hahn was our was the first time to work with him. Yes. He was, and we flew him out to Dallas for that. That was our one and only time we did uh, vocals in Dallas. And Randall was in there too. He was yeah. He was working yeah. on that too, but. We were we were sitting there, and Katie uh, Katie was so scared of that song because that was, was really her first big ballad. Terrified, yes. That was her first big ballad to have, and uh, so you know what I did? I told her, I said, "Baby, you get this finished, and you and I will go eat lunch somewhere." Oh, uh, y'all! I was so scared. I still hate hitting high C, but you That's did the it, high C. and you, you killed it. it, and you kill it all the time you sing it. I hate. Hey, I, hate I remember. It. I remember. I don't enjoy singing high. Listen, I remember. If on that same album, around that same age, it was obviously we were just young. We were young kids, but Katie would was was very upset about the song "Take Matters Word," which if y'all listen to it, That's it's easy, very easy. juvenile. It's easy, easy but easy. some of the harmony parts were pretty intricate and pretty you know different notes we were hitting. And Katie was yeah. singing above Keith there. I remember she was just sitting there like, "I'm never gonna get this. I'm never gonna get this. Why? Why are <laughs> I'm we singing mess this? it up every night?" Yeah. And Dad. now we and now it's easy. That's uh, my Dad. answer is the only faith can see album. <gasps> oh, okay. What about a song, Dad? And actually, that song is probably one of my only favorite songs. Kenna West. That y'all ever did. This Kenna wow. West song. It's That's a great, a great song. song. Yeah. Mom, song. do you have a favorite album? I know you just mentioned I Choose, but do you, Dad mentioned album and song. I probably like Watch and See. Yeah, it's a good Overall one. album? Yeah, I think so. I like that song, too. I mean, I just think it's a great song. Christopher wrote that song. Yeah. 
If you weren't what you are, what would you be when it comes to like, you know, a different profession or, or whatever, you know, if you weren't doing what you that were doing? That would be a plumber. Mm-hmm. Well, first off, let's kind of explain what mom does um, first, because not a lot of people probably know that you. I'm a pampered chef consultant. Yes, that's pampered right. Chef. Yeah. The awesome right. kitchen products. And they are some of the best. I have a ton. They're yes, great. They so plug, plug, they're plug great. for Mama plug Irwin here. If you, you want to have chef. a pampered chef party, they're awesome yeah. to do online. And that happened during COVID because mom was going through a lot of health scares, and she, she really still is, and we'll hit on this. Uh, she had rheumatoid arthritis, um, and this was, man, 10, 12 years ago, mom, right, that started really? this journey? 15, 15 years ago. Diagnosed with RA, yeah. You got diagnosed with RA, and you had to take chemotherapy for that, mm-hmm. and you did multiple different kinds of chemo. Um, and it just completely shattered your immune system. Right. And correct me if any time when I'm wrong. And so basically that, that was done. And then this, this was years and years before COVID. And then COVID hits. Right. And, and I mean, obviously the immune system is so important at fighting COVID. And, and we're in this position where you can't go anywhere. Mm-mm. Not only that, but you still have family that are going out and singing. So I had and to try, stay we in had my a, room. I yeah. was locked in my room. Stayed in your room, locked in your room for 2020 because we were, we were still having to try to make a living and best we could. Yes. So and we, we couldn't having, keep dad out of Walmart. Oh, man. Well, that's his dad. His dad. Yeah, that's his town square. That's yes. can't. So long story short, so, so Pampered Chef gave you a lot of purpose during well, that time. It did. And a lot of, and it did. It it gave me something to do. I mean, yes. I was going crazy because I had traveled for 30 years. And so coming off the road and I didn't feel like, I mean, y'all didn't need me anymore. You know, y'all were getting married and having kids. That's not exactly. Well, that's not true, but I, know, I understand but what you're saying. that's what I felt like. That's yeah, just I, what I, I felt like. I understand how you feel that way. I understand. And so, you know, then I was told I couldn't travel. So I just felt like my life as I knew it was over, you know. So wow. I went into a deep depression and yeah. stayed in my bedroom for days and weeks. And then, you know, I found Pamper Chef. Well, we appreciate that. We, I love it. We appreciate Pamper Chef because, mm-hmm. because um, it, it's really amazing what it's, it's given you. And so, and here we are, um, you know, really praising all of their products, which are great. They, I love them in my kitchen. As a newly married woman, they and keep me in line. And a newly found chef. That's right. Yeah, because <laughs> I never right. cooked before I got married. Really, mom did all the cooking, Mimi. Um, okay, uh, like Keith asked that question, now that y'all kind of know what mom does now, dad still drives the bus for us and preaches a lot. So if y'all weren't doing those two jobs, what y'all do, what would y'all, what could you see yourself doing instead? What would you do? Well, my dad uh, was in the plumbing business for 50 wow, years. Wow, was he really? Here's a funny story. You know how when your kids are small, they always say what they want to be when they grow up, you know? And so I guess the kids were, they were, they were pretty, pretty adult. they were adults when they asked me this question. They said, Dad, if God hadn't called you to preach all these years ago, what do you think we would be doing? And I said, well, I, you know, I wanted to be a fishing God. I would either be a fishing God, which I'm glad that's a hard job. I still love the bass fish, but I said more than likely I would have taken over your your grandfather's plumbing business. Mm-hmm. So we would be Irwin Brothers Plumbing, and the boys looked at each other and looked at and looked at my hands and their hands, and they said, "Because they, they know something about plumbing." They said, we're sure glad God called you to preach. Hey, we've, sure we've lived on a bus before. We'd yeah. be like Mario. And we've hit on that, Dad. That was first couple episodes uh, content right there. Yeah, we, hit I, on, we hit on the plumbing. Yeah. So, yeah, and I figured that's what you would say. Mom, what, what, would, what would you envision yourself if you weren't doing what you're doing now? You know what? All I've ever wanted to do is be a mom and a grandma. So I would just sit at home with my glasses and my shawl and rock my gray What babies. a trophy. What a trophy. She's doing yes. that now. That's right. That's what I, that's, and you're that's, a fantastic pretty. 
Yeah, so let everybody I'm know your, your grandmother name. Pretty. It's pretty. It's pretty. It's pretty. That's right. Pretty and pow pow. Pretty and pow pow. That's right. Po po. But I'll tell you one thing about that. What I am doing uh, as, a, as I'm now in my 49th year as a full time evangelist, mm-hmm. I tell you, if I had a thousand lives to live, I'd want to, I want to be a I'd want to be a preacher. Exactly what I've done. Well, hey, and, uh, on top of that, if you can just try to mention names kind of quickly, can you give me three of the most influential pastors, preachers, or mentors people, yeah. that have, or people in general that have poured into your life to make you, Dad, who you are today? And then I'm going to ask Mom kind of the same question. If you can really just give names. I would say Brother Roloff, Dr. Chris Well, and probably uh, Dr. Paige Patterson. Wow. Three great wow. men of God right there. Wow. That's amazing. That's tr- tremendous. Two of the three are gone to heaven, but yeah. yep. Dr. Patterson preached for us the other day at our camp meeting. So That's right. That's right. He's Mom, still making that impact. Do yep. you have uh, three ladies, like pastor's wives, mentors, anything? Or it can be pastor's men. Or anything. sons. <laughs> <laughs> I would probably say Bonnie Hayden, mm-hmm. number one. Yeah, She's that's great. Awesome. I love her. And then my my new friend would be Kenna West. Yeah. She's incredible. She's, Stay she tuned. pours into everybody's lives. Yes. Stay tuned. There's something coming with Kenna. She's awesome. Another and then one? my third most influential person. Hmm, let me think. I, I It's hard for me to pick a third <laughs> because I have so many. I want to be number three. But uh, probably my mom. Yeah. My mom's poured a lot into Mimi, my Mimi, which lives with y'all and has yes. lived with y'all. Yes. Since Keith was a little we boy. We will not, we'll not get into be getting that. her on the pot. <laughs> we'll not be getting her on the potty there. She's listening, though. No, hey, we love you, Mimi. We You're the best. You. We love you. Hey, I- Mimi poured into all, all of us. She oh, yeah. really did. She the really good, did. The good, the bad, and the ugly. And a lot of people exactly that right. have contacted the Irwin's office from time talked to time. To the you, GM. You've talked to the GM, which yes. is general manager, grandmother. Grandmother. <laughs> she says it's not, grand, it's not general manager. Yeah. It means grandmother. Okay, so here's a question for both of you. What advice would you tell your younger self? So say uh, maybe right after you met with Ernie Haas, or not met with him, but at that service and you rededicated your life, like looking into what God had for you right there after you rededicated your life. And then, Dad, maybe right when you were called to preach, what would you tell, 50, almost 50 years ago, what would you tell yourself, both of you, um, and so, and I'll give you maybe just a hair time, but maybe just think, think about some things maybe you would have told your younger self. I think I would say it's going to be crazy. It's going to be hard, but it's going to be the best life you've ever, you could ever think of. Mm. Amen. Thank God for every opportunity to serve him. Yeah. Thank God for every opportunity. Mm. When I was a kid preacher, nobody, I mean, you're a young evangelist, nobody knows you. I remember kneeling down beside my bed in Mesquite, Texas, and I said, Lord, I don't care where you have me preach. I just ask you to give me plenty of places to preach. I want to preach your word. And now looking back after, uh, you know, 16, almost 1,700 revivals and thousands of churches and thousands and thousands of services, uh, I'm thankful God has answered that prayer. Yes, sir. Wow. Yes, sir. Cody, anything? Uh, yeah, just real quick, I was going to hit on that. It, it's kind of amazing the line of work with that we do. Um, you get in a habit almost of going to the next, looking f- to the future too much, like where are we going next weekend or where are we going tomorrow. And it's hard to it's hard to be thankful for where you're where you have been or that night, for instance. Yeah. So that's that's, that's something that even I've noticed um, 
to be thankful for that spot Moment. that yeah. for that night and that because we go to even we go because we go to a lot of places year in and year out annual stuff um, yeah. so you can you can always be thankful for those right you're there every year but like just this past weekend we were at some new places and it's new people never heard of you and, and you can be thankful for that amen yeah Absolutely. It's a good thing to, right. for all of our peers or even people in the ministry uh it's good that's good word of advice Okay, so yes. we're going to hit you guys with some rapid-fire questions. That right. means quick. So I'm going to ask one question, and I'll want both of you, uh, ladies first. So, Mom, you answer it first, then Dad answers it second. That's the type of thing. Okay, so we're going to hit. All right, Katie, you go first. We already know this. Um, all right. Oh, Dad, this isn't fair for Dad. Okay, how do you take your coffee, black, creamer, or sugar? He Lots takes of it. cream. Dad takes his coffee Mormon. <laughs> yeah. Dad, yeah, I don't drink coffee. He doesn't drink coffee. Drinks tea. And then mom said, I, I want mine to taste like ice cream. Right. Texter or caller? Text. Caller. Call. <laughs> All knew that. We'll hit on that in a second. Yeah. Uh, introvert or extrovert? Extrovert. Extrovert. Both of them. What's your favorite Chick fil A go to order? Wait, can, can Chicken we? Nuggets. Go ahead. Chicken Nuggets. Uh, Chicken sandwich with extra pickles and mayonnaise. Oh, yeah. Extra cheese. Extra cheese. Extra cheese. No cheese, no cheese on my chicken. Extra. What? No cheese on my chicken sandwich. You know that. You know they don't oh, do cheese interesting. on chicken. Real quick, pause. Extra, I want to go back to the introvert, extrovert, because we all answered it like this. We can be, we've got to be extroverts, right, for our, for our jobs. We deal with our people. I mean, so we're around people all the time. But we can be introverts as well. Well, I can. You, re- you probably can't. He can't. I can. I mean, I can do both. Like when I'm home, I don't know though because I've home, seen Dad just go to his office and he's very content. No. Just at he's night, on the phone. at night, yeah, yeah. No. Okay, never mind. Sorry. Dad is probably one of the only people I know that is actual extrovert, a yeah. true a person extrovert. who he goes can't to let Walmart. His phone ring. A person like got He's got to answer it. A person who goes to Walmart without buying one single thing. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's what you see, people. There's no defense. There's no defense. <laughs> hey, listen, he's no. fine with it. Listen, let the man be. What the man. I want to know is if is. any of our Van Zant County friends have seen Dennis Irwin because he does it a lot. Listen to this. He'll go to a parking lot at Walmart. He does it innocently. He just needs to get it done. He'll stretch. But when he stretches, he'll go up to a light post and he'll use the light post as a full body stretch. It's one of the best things I've ever seen. I've seen him just, just stretches back full on. Yeah. yeah. Stretch his arms all the way up against a light post in public. Yeah. I love it. You I can do it anywhere. That's I easy can't for wait you to, to get You that. stretch, though. I've been noticing you. You stretch like before you sing and stuff. I stretch, but I'm not doing it in front of, I'm not doing it at the table, or I'm not doing it like no. in the foyer. Yeah, I guess in Walmart. I'm not doing lot. it in the parking lot of the church. Or That's the... him being extrovert. He's showing you extra. Yeah, extra. He's... Okay, next rapid fire question. Yes. Mexican food or Italian food? Mexican. Mexican. See? Unless I'm cooking, then I want to What a burger or in and out? What a burger. What a burger. Yes, Texas. Extra cheese. Baby. Extra cheese. Okay. Extra pickles, extra mustard. Oh, uh, let's do flip-flops or tennis shoes. Tennis shoes. Tennis shoes. I have never seen Dad in a pair of flip-flops. Okay, here's one that doesn't have to be necessarily rapid because it does take a little bit of time. Mount Rushmore of singers. So you're talking four four singers of any any genre. You're like, oh, my goodness, that singer is amazing. So Mount Rushmore. So four singers. Okay. So let's let's try to get those four. Okay. Taranda Green. Woo! Uh, Libby Steffel. I love her. Oh, yeah. She's I fantastic. love her. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Fantastic. Like, tops for me. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Joseph Habedank. Mm, okay. He's tops. Um, Jason Crabb. Yeah. Jason Crabb. All right, Dad. Four singers. That's a good four. Way back in the day, maybe you thought of or like, or whatever. Four. 
Glenn Payne. Yes. Roy City, Texas with the cathedral. That's right, Texas boy. Uh, Joseph Haberdank. Yeah. Uh, I love, I love to hear Tyranda, Tyranda Green. Oh, yeah. She's mm. Incredible. Yeah. And I love to hear, I'm, this is this is hard to name, it just, is just hard. four people. It is very but, hard. Uh, I, 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 it can be a classic, like an old school, like any genre. Oh, I know exactly. Any, I know exactly who it would be. Remind me to see if you're right. Archie. Archie Watkins. Oh, oh yeah. inspiration. I'm touring that city some morning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm touring that city. Yeah. I could have told you that. I yes. love Brother Archie. Yes, yeah. he does. I love it. That's yeah. great. All right, so uh, so here, what about this one? So and I don't know if Dad's going to have one of these because he's one of the most, he's the most easygoing people in the world. Pet peeve. You have a pet peeve, whatever, oh, you know, whatever you got. Oh, I do. Pet peeve. I do. You want to so hear it? Go ahead. I'm ready to put mine out there. He it, knows what it is. It doesn't have we'll be, I'll be I've cooked for 10 hours, okay? Oh. I have cooked for 10 hours. <laughs> and it's time to sit down at the table and eat. But there's no corn. 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 And Dennis will say, where's the corn? And I'm like, we don't have, it. corn doesn't go with it's what I've cooked. It's spaghetti. It's spaghetti. spaghetti, exactly, with garlic bread. And, you know, he wants corn. And he's going to stop what we're doing and go to the store, to Walmart, and he's gone for four hours yeah. to Guilty. get corn. Guilty as charged. Say, he's not even denying it. And my Guilty defense makes me Dad, crazy. That's I'm, a pet peeve. That's major. I'm sorry. This wasn't a pet peeve towards each other. This was just a general right. pet peeve. That's just She's talking the truth. Yeah, that's true. He loves corn. But here's my pet peeve. Not at the table. Come on. People that don't serve corn with their food. Or spaghetti. Yeah. Serve corn every meal. That's it. That's his pet peeve. I love that. He would eat corn with pizza. He would eat corn with pancakes. I'm convinced. I love it. I'll tell dad. I think dad, uh, one of his dad's pet peeves, because he's the bus driver. One of dad's pet peeves is when cars don't give you enough space when they get over. Because you've said that to me before. Oh, man. They don't. Yeah. Yeah. Don't get me started on drivers. Yeah. Because, like, all uh, some of our pet peeves were like uh, the airlines when they charge you for your seat and your ticket. Yeah. Like, what's that? I don't understand. That doesn't make any sense. Right. right. Well, or they charge you for uh, carrying carry bags. Back for actually right. having luggage. Spirit. <clears throat> yeah, that's so, a good one. All right. Here's another question. That's my second and and one. Right. we're done with rapid fire. You guys pass every test. Great job. Congratulations. Nobody's lost yet. Sorry. I don't think they're ever going to lose that, but that's good. Okay. So, your favorite ministry moments, like something that maybe. You know, you've been a part of that you've seen. I know it's a very hard question because because I, I, I catch myself doing this because so much happens throughout the course of a day on the road with us right. that we really just kind of box it in as just another day, and it, and that's Is unfortunate. This about y'all or about no, it doesn't have to moment? be no, not at all. In the last uh, thirty yeah, say, three years of you being too. a part yeah. of this ministry, or however long thirty three years of you being part of the ministry, what what would be a ministry highlight that you like? Man, I can't I'll like never a favorite that. service or a that. favorite something yeah. like that. There's a lot of favorite services, but honestly, I can tell you two things that stand out to me. The first one is probably the the night y'all got to sing at NQC on the stage because we had taken for the first time. We took y'all so many years, even as little ones, push you in a stroller, you know, and, you know, to us, we saw you up there when y'all were singing the B-I-B-L-E and Jesus Loves Me. I mean... I heard you sing in my head like you sing right now, even when you were little. And so that was probably a highlight for me. Um, another highlight was when um, 
y'all got to sing at First Baptist Dallas with the Hoppers and Ernie yeah. Haas. Or was it the Hoppers? Yeah, Hoppers and Larnell. Larnell yeah. Harris. Harris. Ernie Haas, right? And Ernie, was he? Yeah. yeah, that was. Those were two highlights. Probably, I, I'm not sure that singing on the Grammys or singing at the Doves would be any bigger to me than those things. Yeah. Well, because it meant a lot to you, first of all, it's full circle. Yeah. Yeah. You, oh, yeah, you had, for sure. Because you both, in some way or another, had grown up there, you know, going there, working there for you. You were in the nursery and working again, there. And again, there was Ernie Haas. Yeah. We were with Ernie exactly. there at First Dallas. Yeah, exactly. that was really cool. Dad, do you have one or two that you can think of? I'll talk uh, about. You know, I talked about the Ronnie Barefield a while ago, and I would say, as far as a service highlight, I can't remember a particular year, but I remember many years those years at the uh, Unity Baptist Church Bible Conference, yes, Brother sir. Joe Arthur would preach, or sometimes the Spirit of God would be so powerfully moving that he couldn't even preach at, at Brother Barefield's church, where we're going to be in November. But I, I would say just about three weeks ago on, on that Friday night at our camp meeting this year, this year the most recent one, where uh, uh, Brian Free and Assurance are singing, and there was such an anointing on that whole camp meeting that for those of you that there know what I'm talking about, but that Friday night when uh, Brian Free and Assurance sang, I want to be that man, and I looked over at Brother Barefield sitting next to me on the podium. He was getting ready to preach after they finished singing, and he has tears flowing down his face, and I could tell the Lord was really stirring his heart, and he looked at me with tears on his face. He said, that, my son Kevin sings me that song every year on Father's Day, and that song really means a lot to me. So Brian Free and him finished singing that song, and just spontaneously, Brother Barefield goes to the microphone. This was just Friday, two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Uh, it's coming Friday. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he says, look, I, that's why he told, told the congregation on that last night of the meeting what he told me. And he said, I, I just want to say tonight publicly again before the Lord, I want to be that man. I want to be that godly man, that godly influence for Christ. And, and he said, I wonder if anyone else in this crowd wants to be that. Well, you need to be in that altar. Yep, filled up four and five deep across the front of that convention center. Yes, sir. And it was a moment that I'll probably, you know, that's we've seen lots of those type moves of God through the years, but I'll ne- I never want to get used to that happening. That I, yes, that, sir. that will never be something you get used to. It's just seeing God move like Great. Fantastic. I have a question. Some of my favorite memories growing up, uh, we talk about it often because it was so influential in our life, but... Before God blessed us with a bus, we traveled in a raised roof van for years. And I mean, we did most of the majority of the three boys, the most majority of our school year was we did most of our homeschooling in a van, which is why I didn't do it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh, uh, the hotels, majority of our schooling. What? In different hotels. Yeah, different hotels on computers and on and books and everything. And so anyway, but throughout doing that, one of my favorite memories of traveling and growing up was you all being in control of the radio and the stereo. And we would all just sit there together and we would listen to music all the time. All, I mean, all and the sing. time. Christian, yeah. yeah Gospel sing. music, Christian music from, from, yeah. from Avalon to Stephen Curtis Chapman to the Inspirations, the yes. Cathedrals, Jeff and Sherry, yeah. the Mid- Mid-South Boys, just yes. so many different people we grew up in, the Gaithers, of course, just so many different people we grew up in and that shaped a love for this music that we sing today that we still love. So I want to know... Because we've on the previous episodes we've mentioned a few albums from those days of growing up in the van. We mentioned like the Singing News top ten songs of the year album. We used to listen to those all the time, and different different songs from like Brian Free and like those compilation CDs. But I want to hear 
some of y'all's favorite songs? Because, Mom, I know you were a huge Perry's fan. One of, like, I've the biggest been. Perry's yeah. fans. And Crab Family yes. fans. So to always, get, always. Name a few songs that you all really loved that y'all would play. Because I, I can think of a lot, but I want y'all to name you a few. You know what? I loved, I'll never forget the time in our lives when Phillips, Craig, and Dean mm-hmm. came out with the song that had, I mean, the CD. It may have even been the greatest hits, but it had uh, the song y'all sing of theirs. Favorite song of all. Favorite yes, song of all. favorite song of all. That is my favorite. I mean, I love that song. Yeah, like even it. I can listen to it over and over and over and over now. But I remember you you all singing that. Yeah, we sit in the car and sing it. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, I, I I think uh, one of my favorite songs of all, and my kids still sing it, and they just did the other day spontaneously. Is that great cathedral's classic. Uh, the plan of salvation. I want to thank Jesus yeah. for the plan of salvation. Yeah, yeah. Dad, I was really, when we asked you earlier what your favorite Irwin song was, I really thought you were going to say that. Because for the longest time, it was every night on the bus, are y'all singing plan of salvation? I know. Are y'all singing yeah. plan? Or yeah. mountain in the sea. And there might be a pattern there because those are all Cody songs. Yeah. <laughs> we're getting around uh, to that, Katie. Cody's we're getting around the to favorite. favorite. Yeah, yeah, we're getting around to that. There's a... We need y'all to y'all who are listening to take tallies of who y'all think is the favorite because I think they've said something about all of us that kind of like Chris was the easiest birth, but then also like there were different things yeah. that you could add up. Which one do y'all think? <laughs> so I got a question too. Yeah, because um, we've talked a lot about the past, but looking forward, what what do you guys see yourselves doing in the future? Like like because. I mean, we're going to keep singing more than likely unless Chris leaves and then so it's all done because he's so integral. Right, Chris? You said it. (laughs) (laughs) It's all up to him. But like what what are your, you know, what are some goals or aspirations or or what do you see yourself doing in, say, another 10 years, 15, 20, 30 years? What do you guys think? And whoever wants to go first, it's, it's generic. Your dad is doing exactly what he's been yeah, doing. Yeah, and we forever. get asked that, too. Right. We get asked that. Your dad's still traveling. We are all, all, I know my answer is he'll, you know, he'll, he'll never stop. Till y'all kick him off the bus, he's there. Yeah. And so, and I guess I'm doing, hey, I'm being a grandma. And yeah. I get to stay home and keep the babies and do my pampered chef. Let's have parties. And, you know, <laughs> call me. Call me. Call me. We're doing it. We're living our best life right she now. She heard me. Say as I walked out the door study to go preach, as I walked out the door to go preach this past Sunday, and this is Wednesday, and I'm about to go to our church at Lake Fork. Uh, but I told told Tiffany and, and her mom walking out that if, if I reach a place where I can't preach, I hope the Lord will go ahead and just take me home because I love it. I love preaching the Word of God. We're starting a revival this Saturday night in uh, Port Neches, Texas. Yeah. And... Uh, just to be able to stand up and, and uh, with, so I'd like for ten years from now I I would I would I told the doctor I'm facing a little surgery, I told the doctor I said take care of me because I want to be I'd like to preach until I'm until I'm eighty yeah uh, so that that's, which I think it's everybody's kind of mantra of life if you can't do what makes you happy or what you love to do yeah. then it's you know yeah that's a mantra that yeah that's yeah. A, that's a that, that that's that's common but I would right. I would mind it would be just to be able to. You know, of course, you, there's nothing more important than your health. You know, you have, right. well, there's nothing more important than your walk with God, number one. Right. But, but in the physical realm, you you got to have health to do that, and God gives us that. And so, I I want to, you know, take care take care of myself and and uh, do all the right things that will will be conducive to preaching another ten right. years. Right. And uh, but I've never loved preaching more than more than I am right now. So sure. um, a little light, more lighthearted. Y'all reached thirty years of marriage in 2020. 
correct? Right. Yes. So this would be 33 years in uh-huh. 2023. Right. But since that certain thing happened, we talked about it on a couple episodes we ago. Did. We sent y'all to Hawaii. Let's talk about and it. And Mama yeah. is wearing her Aloha shirt Aloha. right here. Tell us right. really quickly, if you can, a favorite story or moment from the Hawaii cruise. That was a surprise. It was, it was a surprise. It was totally. a total surprise. On Easter. Y'all told us on, on Easter. Easter day, yeah. Totally shocked. And, and of course... I, and and I will say, I'm not putting this on me or bragging on me, but I kind of came up with the idea and then approached the rest of the singers about it, just seeing if it was possible. He's trying to work for that no, favorite I'm not, child, I'm not. Yes, Although I, we already know him. He's got it. But Landon, it. which who puts the crews on and our and one of the our owners of the record label, we approached him and, and, and he was gracious. But we I went to dad because dad, even though he likes to travel so much, you know, he, he loves cruises. But the whole Hawaii thing may have been, you know, kind of a stretch for him. He don't like leaving, even though it's not the country. It, it feels like you're leaving the country in a lot of ways. And we've never been to Hawaii. But and, and, and Mom has been a long time ago when we were babies. But Dad, the whole long flight, and Dad gets claustrophobic, and there's a lot of stories. We can talk about the bus with him <laughs> running off and, stu- and such. But, but so I kind of I mentioned it to Dad. I said, hey, what are your thoughts on if this were to happen? It wasn't even close to being booked or anything. And he said, oh, you know, I need to talk to your mom. I said, no, we don't need to talk to mom. I just need to know you if you... You know what mom's going to say. Yes, I just need to know That's if right. you're going to be willing and able to go. That's and he right. said, of course, yes. So go ahead, mom. How did you... How did this get brought about to you? What, what's your memory on the whole cruise and how, how what my, happened? The highlight of my cruise? No, no, no. Like, just, do you remember how it got brought up to you? I remember walking into my... Yeah. Into the living room and there was a piece of paper sitting on my recliner. And I was like, what is this? I thought maybe the grandbabies had colored me. Wasn't it Mother's Day? It was Easter. Easter, Easter. That's what it was. Easter. Yeah, so, and somebody said, open it. Just open it and see what it is. And I opened it, and it said, you are going to Hawaii on the cruise. And I was like, "Uh -uh. uh-uh, uh-uh, who did this, you know? And it it said, you guys. And then, like, the best kind of part of it was you met us in Florida right after. You flew from Hawaii to Florida, and you had like two full weeks of vacation, and y'all deserve it because y'all are the best. And yes. I hope y'all had so much fun. But favorite memory from the trip, if you can share it. Mine was in Maui. We uh, rented a convertible. Was it a Mustang convertible? Yes, Mustang convertible. And um, Dad was driving it, and I just remember looking over at him, and he was just, you know, had his eyes planted on the road, and it was just beautiful. It was awesome. And uh, awesome I would say that I loved I loved the uh, learning about the history of the Hawaiian people and how those islands were discovered by the Samoans and and, and the culture. And it, it, that's a very uh, – the road to Hana, to the city of Hana, was an amazing drive just to see the, 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 the lush tropical setting. The just I mean, everywhere you look was like, like a – Postcard. Beautiful. I mean, it's and, the most beautiful place. And I, I must mention this because we we spent that day in Maui. We drove over to the city of Lahana that has just been Lahana. totally decimated. And I, 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 to me, it's surreal to look at those uh, pictures of the burned out downtown because we walked those streets. Yeah, I mean, just a few weeks ago, well. just a little over a month ago, we were there. Two months ago, I guess it was now. But we were walking down that sea that sea, that waterfront and. Had cheeseburgers there at Cheeseburgers in Paradise, and yeah. all those things are in so ashes. I can't even wrap around my mind, and I've watched so many news reports as you all have, thinking, "How could this? How could this have happened?" I mean, it's just—it's hard to believe it's all gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, 
But it, but to, the whole so, thing was incredible. I mean, to yeah. to get to see all the beautiful sights of Hawaii the and then sights. get concerts from Taranda Green and Joseph Habedank wow. and, you and know. Both brothers. Yeah, and, crazy. Wow. Crazy, crazy. Oh, yeah, that great cruise. Well, uh, we're glad. We're glad that you guys were on that. It was awesome. And uh, It was awesome. And, guys, this has been um, just just an amazing time. Uh, we've learned some things, and uh, we've we have heard you guys say these sto- some of these stories thousands of times. So, but it, it never gets old. And uh, just uh, thank you for doing this. This won't be the last no, time. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you we'll have us. Maybe we could do like a yearly parent episode to catch up yeah, what catch happened up. that year. Yeah. What happened that year? <laughs> so we, we love you that. guys forever and always, and we so appreciate everything you do. Can I mention something? What will this be broadcast? You know. You know what? It'll be uh, it'll be it'll September be either 1st. September first or September fifteenth. Yes, yeah, it'll be in the month of September. Let me mention then because we're going to be uh, special. Miss Peggy Hatley asked me to mention that we're going to be at at Emmanuel Baptist Church in Rogers, Arkansas. Yeah. on the seventeenth, we will be. And and I want to put a plug in for the audience come right. and be with us. If you live up in northeast Arkansas, and Luke does that too. Luke Luke yes. Clayton, who who we'll produces our podcast, puts our Good. puts our dates on. Have there. you ever listened to this, Dad? Because no, because you're kind of antiquated. <laughs> no, I've not heard anything. I didn't think it, but it's okay. I'm we're, glad you did that for me. And Peggy. real quick, I know we're trying to wrap this up, Dad, because we've 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 hit on you being kind of like a flip phone, and we've kind of ragged on you a little bit since you've not heard this he any of these apps. Yeah. But but real quick, he needs to be ragged. You know, on. you 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 can listen to this on YouTube. Oh, you can? And yeah. you got a fire stick. I, he just the, found you two. I was about to say, I mean, hey, we told big, big stuff. We, sorry. We told the listeners you you are a dinosaur when it comes to technology, but you do know your YouTube. two favorite yes. your you two favorite YouTube. children got you one for Father's Day. We got a you fire a YouTube. Stick. We got I'm learning things. I told Keith Keith yesterday he would testify. I said, let's unplug direct TV. All I need is YouTube. And then he said, well, you won't have the SEC channel to watch all your Razorback games, ESPN to and watch your Razorback repented. games. So I said, okay, we, we, gotta, we can't go too far. But anyhow, but, yeah, it, it's, it's really informative, and uh, it's helped me. I've never, I, I'm not bragging about this. I've never sent one text in my life. If you try to reach me, just call me, and I'll call you back. That's or if right. you get someone saying, hey, this is Dennis Irwin in a text message, it's do not, me. not believe it. It's not do him. Not believe he can't it. That do is it. the ultimate spammer. Hey, I love you guys. Thank you I'm talking about how antiquated. Yeah, we, it's a okay. great topic. Dinosaur Dennis. Dinosaur Dennis. We love And we Radio love World. Dennis. Is that what he said? And yeah. Radio, <laughs> World. Radio World. His sidekick of 33 years, <laughs> Tiffany oh, Irwin. Two best parents ever. Yep, that's right. They're fantastic. They're the and uh, thank you all for doing this. We're proud of you all. Thank you for loving Jesus, that's what I'll Very say. Very proud of y'all. Oh, praise yeah, the I Lord. just I tell people all the time that thrills us about all the Grammy nominations, double nominations, double awards, all that stuff's great. Singing on the big stages, but what tickles me is your love for Jesus, and I hope that comes across in these podcasts because these guys really do love the Lord. That's what makes my life enriched seeing their love for the Lord. You know, it's awesome to watch Dad, your Dad, watch y'all. Because he acts like it's the first time he's ever heard you sing every single time. Yeah, we've heard that from multiple people, he too. Does. Yeah. He does. That's like the number one thing we get at the product table yeah. when Dad's driving with us. I was just watching your dad. Yeah, I couldn't keep my eyes off your dad the whole time. And I was like, yeah, he did the same thing last night. <laughs> For real. I love it. I'm still living. I'm, I'm living the dream. I'm, I really I never thought this was ever going to happen, guys. I did. I knew it. He's Dad's a little slower. <laughs> well, I'm you should ask me. I'm, I'm embracing and owning every moment what I'm doing. It's great. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, Mom and Dad, we love you guys. Thank you again.
Thank you for listening. Thanks for joining us for this episode. And please take a moment to follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. It would be really helpful and appreciated if you could leave us a five-star review and share this podcast with your friends. Also, if you want to reach out to the Irwins with any questions, comments, or feedback about the podcast, simply send an email to 4kpod at yahoo.com. That's F-O-U-R-K-P-O-D at yahoo.com. You can also see the show notes for that email address and we're really excited to hear from you. And you never know, if you send an email with a question, it may just be featured on a future episode. This podcast is hosted by Keith, Cody, Chris, and Katie Irwin, and it's produced by myself, Luke Clayton, and my team at mustincrease.com. Thank you once again for joining us for this episode. I look forward to seeing you next time right here on 4Ks in a Pod with the Irwins. Bring on the He's worthy of praise Whatever comes before me I'm still telling my story Whatever comes before me I'm still telling my story Still telling my story